Welcome everyone to the JNC podcast. Here today we got Elijah Green, Jose Santiago, Tommy Rowe, Chris LeBlanc, me, aka the DB Grinder, Isaiah Houston, Yampi Raman, and then John Wilkin. All right, and I don't know what the first topic of the podcast is today. Uh, we, we can talk about the ban list. Anyone have any opinions about it? I feel like the worst ban list ever. <laughs> why is everyone, mine still everyone, everyone wants to say it. Why is Mystic Mind still not on the ban list? And yeah. it's probably the most cringe, cringe thing that could ever happen. But, I mean, it makes sense with how they're they're trying to, like, uh, swing, like, the Runic deck. Like, how, like, it synergizes very well with the card. Um, but I also think it limits other players, like, creativity. Like, you can't really do anything about it. So, that card obviously needs to get hit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's uh, just tier, like tier didn't get hit at all either. That's probably the other big elephant. Yeah, I think the, the, snow, the biggest part, the biggest part of tier actually getting hit, uh, snow is like a huge hit. Even though it didn't really seem like it, because I feel like it made it so much better than sprite with snow in the deck. But now, I mean, I feel like it has a well. Obviously, sprite did lose um, Ronin Tonin, so it's a lot less consistent. Um, but I, I, I think snow is probably the, one of the most influential hits of the, on the ban list. Uh, I feel like the craziest hit was Ronin Tonin because I feel like Tears kind of got a slap on the wrist. Like Ronin Tonin kind of make like the pure sprite deck almost unplayable, and I kind of see sprite as more like an engine now. Not having Ronin Tonin is very like important. Like yeah, of course you can make Toe, but it's not the same. It kind of yeah. makes your deck like now you have to either lose a Dark Ruler or lose to like Nib. Like when yeah. you just normally didn't, if you drill Swap Frog, you didn't really care about like Nib. Yeah, and yeah. your ending board is also more weaker now. The and fact that have it. Let's not forget about Hulk. Hulk also being taken out of the uh, the sprite deck makes it a lot worse. <clears throat> um, they took away like the combo uh, the combo engine with um, Etelli because you can't make Chaos Ruler anymore. You oh, can't make yeah. Hulk. This is like a huge change uh, in shifts for like power. Like you're not putting up as crazy of a board anymore. Um, especially you don't have as ac- the, the access to any tuner in the game with Hulk being gone. So I think that was a huge change as well. Yeah, I think yeah. another thing uh, that people aren't really talking about is the direction that the the research and development team kind of chose to go with. They decided to ban like a lot of cards that are really fun and people really like. Like, although the, really the one card that is not fun, yeah, it's just like um, yeah, also like the long like, not high cards. Yeah, but they but they left so many cards like goes in rivalry, uh, D shifter, Mystic Mind untouched. So it's kind of like. Maybe they're leaning more towards a casual base and wanting to to cater towards the people who buy product. Perhaps so this is kind of an interesting take that I really haven't heard people talk about, but something maybe to keep yeah. an eye on for people. Bro, analysts. bro, they also banned Rev Reboot. You know, I mean, the cards deserve to be banned. Yeah, cards in like every yeah. every side deck. Yeah, really everyone. <laughs> it's almost like argue, arguably the card you should side in almost going second in every match, yeah, regardless. Because like, every... regardless, it's a weird time combo card, that's yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like they made good hits. Uh, when you said fun cards, did you mean like Fiber and Chaos Ruler? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, guess it's, like, it's hard to be objective when I say fun cards because maybe to other people those cards aren't fun. But yeah, I would say like those cards in general, I would say are like among some of the higher, um, you know, usage cards that are that are just fun to use. Like it's fun to use how it's fun to use Chaos Ruler. Also, it's fun no. to use Snow. Speaking yeah, like, of that, 
there, uh, I mean, uh, Book of Judgment just got unbanned, so that is one of the more fun cards. I say, like, uh, like a bad, <laughs> a bad deck, <laughs> but <laughs> it's totally irrelevant in the card format. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they were right. like, like you hitting Chaos Ruler means you don't have to hit Itali, so that helps them with like future card design. I mean, hitting Fiber, I didn't think they was gonna pull the trigger on that, but I'm okay with that. Like, those are cards that are kind of crazy. Like, they just you always trade unfair with your opponent when you like summon those cards. Like, you imperm like Halker, Chaos Ruler, it's fine. You know, you yeah, don't. It's still fine. We we talk about how they ban like Fiber, No, Pepege, but what about Sai? They also having his Sai for a minute. Well, they did just hit Sai's Fiber. Got a so, worse. so and, and there's too. no DPE. Uh, you can't really make DPE anymore. Um, well, yeah, they just keep making the card worse it. indirectly. So yeah, without <laughs> Fiber, dude, it's like almost well, it's not impossible. Like you can Baron still, but <laughs> yeah, no Fiber right. now, so it's it's kind of hard to even do Baron. So I think they'd like just. Kind of outright, outright made the that engine kind of bad because like there's no like good way to do it, and it's like not it's not as influential anymore, um, especially with like all the hand traps in the format. Like I would even say like like Nib uh, certainly is being played still. Like oh, Infirm, all like Ash Crow, like and the Bistids are coming out. They answer yeah, exactly. that card pretty well. They're super good yeah, versus yeah. So. that whole engine answers it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that engine's gonna be bully. Um, yeah. Ben ten to three. That was a cool one. <laughs> Even though, um, no, I love my Drytrons. I know how you yeah. do. And then get to keep mine. <laughs> yeah, and you really only need Dark Ruler in mind in that deck. Even Droplet. I mean, you just never really Droplet rely on hand traps. Droplet get a lot of better now. Yeah, Droplet yeah. definitely a really good card right now. Um, I, I was thinking so. Like even towards the end of like last format. Um, <laughs> There's just a lot of utility, especially because like you're when you're playing the the tier mirror, you need to get rid of Dweller, and there's just really only one way to do that because <laughs> they're doing it in draw phase. So, and they're not really playing into super poly. I don't know. It's weird though, because like if everyone's guaranteed searching a continuous trap, then like they're always going to be able to respond to droplets. Yeah, Griffin Curious yeah, I, searches every card in the game. That's why they should have banned Curious. Yeah, but, but most most of the time they're they're always gonna shotgun the dweller. So like they're using it first rather than just like Yeah. They, yeah, they hit a pointer, but they didn't hit anti spell. Which I think is Which was like very, very weird. Yeah, that should look weird. Um, I mean if trap honestly is banned, then like you kinda have to hit a pointer, right? It makes sense. Yeah, a pointer is one of like the craziest cards like in the current format when you go first, obviously. But um, anti spell, uh, even eradicator, like they still like have a huge impact. Like even going into next format, and they're still searchable cards, which should just not be a thing. Yeah. I mean, that being searchable is the problem. The card themselves is like whatever you know. You said yeah, you're going yeah, first card, you blow out if you don't. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree with a lot If we sat down and like, all right, what's our run rate when we establish like? A board or just like a negate with anti spell, and we just draw like a pointer with like a decent hand. Like, that's like, like having that negate, especially with anti spell, is just crazy. And you I think they were, they were like trying to do that. They were trying to take away the, the Omni negates, so like it's a lot harder now to make Toad, like, it's a lot harder to make Baron. There's like not as many Omni negates coming out, so like it's, I, I see what they're doing, they're trying to like stray away from that. It's also interesting, like, how mm. to decide to hit the cards, because, like, 
in theory, if they decided to hit uh, Snow, it's weird that they hit Chaos Ruler instead of hitting with like a card like Curious, right? Like <laughs> Curious and Chaos Ruler kind of do similar things. I where think Curious should be banned. Well, one hundred percent, it should be banned. It's yeah. it's very yeah. interesting. I think it's missed for me on the list. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. you had to choose Chaos Ruler or Curious. Like either would have been fine. But, um, but I think if you're gonna ban if you're gonna ban one, you almost have to ban both, right? Like the only reason Curious is even viable is because they like put Nessie in three. If you're like, gonna have Griffin is not in the three. format. If Griffin's in the format, you probably have to ban Curious and then Chaos Ruler, honestly, like it could have like slid through uh if I'm being real with Hawk being gone. Um I don't I wouldn't say it's as easy to, to make Chaos Ruler oh. and it's not as impactful anyway. Yeah, but I, Curious is worse for game design future purposes because as yeah. the meta progresses and as power creep continues, it'll be easier and easier to make Curious. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. So I, I agree that Curious is That's like, if you're milling your whole deck, then it's just the same thing, right? Well, it's really it not because it's... I don't it, know, it I feel like Griffin is worse. That's the reason why... Well, yeah, that's like, the reason setting why. Setting any card from your grave is just crazy, and it's a floodgate. Also, another thing, like, what do you guys think about the Brave? Because they also didn't touch nothing of the Brave engine. Yeah, that was very interesting. We knew they wasn't going to hit that. They still had to reprint it, right? It's going to make money off of the yeah, reprint. Yeah, you know how they are. That's, not, that's honestly probably the truth, honestly. You probably just said it. Like, it was weird that they hit Hulk, yet Hulk isn't really in the format. Um, aside from these, like, crazy combo points your element decks, and while those decks are real, they weren't, I wouldn't say it was, like, a majority of the format, to be honest. I would say, like, pure tier had more representation, if anything. I think yeah, the I agree. It's danger tier. Like R&D. What they they don't really care if like is in the format or not. I think that their mind is like, what are the most played engines? We want to sell future product. Like, having the punk engine and having Hulk is like that's gonna hurt future product design because that engine's forever gonna be good. You know, those cards are always gonna be good, and no matter what format. Like for Fiber, been good since it came out. So as Chaos it's like those are always gonna be good cards. Punk engines will always find its way in that deck. So I think that was their mindset, like just hitting engines that will like hurt future card design. They got to sell new yeah. archetypes eventually. Yeah, and they're pushing new archetypes like out like every year, especially because we just had Sprite and Tier come out, and now we have the the best two cards. Like it's there's way too many engines coming out that it, it's like impossible for it to be like a tier zero format. Like there's just so many different decks, even Exosuture being the format too. So you think Exorcist is a top five deck right now? Um, yeah. I'd say D Shifter. D Shifter puts it. Yeah, as I was say, if you draw D Shifter, yeah. hell yeah, tier one. That's, that's just like thirty two percent of the time, like you're gonna win the game because you're playing versus a certain deck, which is like, good enough for me to play it in a, an event, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you still break. I don't even want to do stuff to get mm. hit. Yo, yeah. so also with that being said, bro, like, what do you guys think is the move for? Having these two YCS coming out next week, um, I think it's it's definitely difficult um, planning on playing two events, especially that they have a, a new set that comes out right before Minneapolis, and then Ecuador is like just post ban list without the set, so a lot of people aren't even testing for it. So I I found that hard, but like find uh, finding testing circles where like everyone is like focusing on the the tournament you're playing, but it's it's realistically like impossible unless they're going to. Yeah. Also, yeah, start, you, start with Ecuador. Start with Ecuador out of the two. Like, I mean, we, we basically have three different formats within a month and a half. Yeah, right. so it's, it's kind of out there. Yeah, it, it's just going to be a lot of events with unsolved formats. 
just like which is fine though because it, it rewards the players that like have a uh, a better grasp of like the overall you yeah. know so like yeah definitely. i agree yeah 100 yeah. because you, you can't take a, the... a deck from last event yep and you can't you literally your your deck is gonna have to change no matter what for the, for the week after <laughs> and let so alone good player to prosper you know yeah, and not to mention that Ecuador is the three v three as well. So like, it's a whole yes. different dynamic, um, like playing with the team rather than playing by yourself. Also, like everything that comes with playing a three v three is so is how, way more. So Chris, you that you're going to that event, like how you would tell people, how will you prepare for that event? Like, do we matter having who is player A, B, and C? Like, how you shoot your teammates? Like, what do you think the problem um, for that event? So my uh, well, my teammates are Patrick Hoban and uh, Desmond Johnson. So I, we, at first, uh, me and Patrick were discussing. He wanted to put Desmond in the middle so we could both help him because he has the least experience in the current format. But I told him it um it should really be whoever can communicate with as many people as, as possible. I think should be the middle player like always. I think you should like have that person um pretty much be like conducting like all three matches at once. Um, so I would put that over like having two people be able to help somebody. Okay. Anyone want to add anything else? Like take from that? That's how yeah, I, I always approach 3v3s. Whoever makes yeah. reads the best, we usually put them in the middle and they can kind of call out hand traps a lot easier just based off like how people are acting. But... Yeah. Also, how how you prepare like, like bringing a deck to the table? Like do you think that all three players should play the same deck? I'm a firm believer in that. Yes, <laughs> I I do yeah. believe that if you, you believe you're playing the best deck uh, for the tournament and you have a good idea, it's pretty concrete. Like I think you guys should all be playing the same deck. There's no real reason, that, and it has nothing to do with what like what uh what spot you put your teammate in to to where like they should be playing a different deck. Like you shouldn't be playing Flunder because you're spot A. Like you should literally all be playing the best deck that you come up with. I mean, it's um, probably an advantage to all play the same deck too, right? So everyone yeah. knows like what the lines are, how to make decisions quick, exactly, and at what game states everyone's at. You should be working as one player, as but you're you're obviously three. You know, it's it should be like you're still playing like as one player. There's you still know? a there's a small argument for that though, because yeah. if you're all three playing the same deck, and this yeah. happened to me at the last three v three, and you sit down against some other team doing the same thing, and it's a extremely bad matchup. Like, we were all three playing Lunar Light, and we versed uh, Jesse Cotton's team of all three playing the Shadals after they got the structure deck, and we just couldn't win. It was just a horrible matchup, so... I would assume you need to, like, prepare, like, to obviously not have any, like, extremely bad matchups, but, I mean, that's just going to happen in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, anyway, like, say if you're playing three-tier uh, three tier decks, and then you're matched up against three Exo Sisters, like, it's, it's the same thing. Um, yeah, but that yeah. really happens with, like, triangle formats, like... I know it's not exactly three decks in the current format, but like there's enough decks for you to like not always have like uh like good matchups against what you play against. So hmm. yeah. yeah. If they just don't know what it does, just get the advantage times three. Yeah. Because like especially the three v threes, I feel like there's usually one person on the team that hasn't played as much, right? Yeah, that's normally that's normally how like it it's is. It's like a homie. Um, yeah, so, like, at first, uh, we were having a hard time finding a third, and then, like, we realized it really just, like, doesn't matter as long as, like, we're all playing the same deck and, like, can, like, help each other out. Like, it's, the third person rarely, like, matters, but, um, it's definitely gonna matter, like, later on in the tournament, because not every, you're not gonna win every round, even if, like, you're, uh, in your confident players, so. 
it's definitely a hard event to win, but. Okay, what do you think, Asaya? Huh? No, he's not there. I think he's muted. Yeah. Asking, any toss, bro? Uh, I mean, I've never played in a 3v3 YCS. I've only done, like, small tourneys. But, I mean, I understand what, like, Chris was saying, like, talking about, like, everyone should play the same deck. Because, like, that's how I think everyone should play the same deck. But there's also a lot of people that, you know, don't want to have the bad matchups. So they'll put, like, you know, two of, like, what you think, quote-unquote, the best deck is, like, tier. And then one player on, like, Exorcister or Flunder. So, like, like, like what, what do you think about that? Do you think it should still just be, like, three-tier? I think it'll be uh, more reliability. I think 3v3s are just for the homies. Yeah, only reason I play in 3v3s is to, like, vibe out with my friends. Like, when you're playing with your friends and you're having fun, like, you know, that's all I that matters. It's a great experience. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I've not fun. played a 3v3 where I have not had fun. And I haven't played a 3v3 YCS yeah. yet either. So it's, it's you know. So I haven't played a 3v3 YCS yet. Um, as far as the decks, I've played, in like, 3v3 side events. Uh, it, it's tough to say. The way I like to do it is like two people with the same deck and one person with like not the same deck. But yeah, I, 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 I agree. When I play with the same I deck, think... like it's weird because then they kind of like assume that you're on the same side cards too. And I don't want that kind of predictability within the matchups. I I also like I, I think uh, it I think it was Elijah. He thought you, it was you who talked about the Lunalite stuff, right? Like that. Yeah, like that whole thing. Like that. That's happened to me before. Where like I've gone into a three three where. It wasn't. I haven't played three three YCS, but like I played three three side event where like, um, every single like match, like we we our, our decks were like identical, and like it was fine because we had the best deck. But then we played against another team that also thought they had the best deck, and they played three of it, and then just crushed us because we had a bad matchup. Like it happens, and I think that like spreading out the decks in order to you know you have what you think is the best deck for like two of the decks and. Just another deck that kind of counters, counters like yeah. a, a good counter that you also think is good. I think is like a more strategical approach. But if you think you really do have the like the best deck of the format, then and you're 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 really confident with it, and you don't think that there's a matchup that you just get destroyed by, then if you think it's a safe call, then it's worth it. Like an example is, um, they got second, but it was it, it was the the three three that. Jesse Furman and Slaw got second at. They had almost identical Thunder decks. Like that's an example where Thunder was just the best deck by far, and it would be it's, it was a good call because they and they just got lucky in the finals. Like they just had the best deck in the room. But like yeah. you have to you have to kind of be careful with with like going into a tournament like that. Also, yeah, like I, uh, the Jesse Topping thing, I thought it was kind of wild how like they planned their side decks because I, I think it was like the plan like the. Player B had like Mystic Mine and stuff like that in the side, and then the other two players had like Kaijus or something. So like, that's like another yeah, really cool way to like game. Yeah. Like that. yeah, that yeah. you have to have that because I played a three v three side event and like we were both playing the same deck, and then we were both playing cherries. So like, he's telling the boy, yo, he's playing cherries too, and we had the same deck. I normally like no matter what you do, if you play like the best deck, like. As long as two people, I think, play the same deck and kind of have a different side, and like that deck is like good enough. Like I've played with my friends and they like back in the day, 
and all they played was like Dracos. So they both played Dracos, and they, I knew they were. I was confident because they were really good with the deck. And um, I played Salad, or even I've had like uh, closer formats, like playing the Brave like Tenny deck. So like me and my boy played the Brave Tenny, and then we had someone play Swordsville. And we kind of had identical, identical decks, and we did like really good at those, like smaller tournaments. So there's, I there's been a lot of a. Uh, there's yeah. been a lot of uh, events where me and Pat uh, have played the same deck, but then changed up the side deck because I thought like I, like the the meta was like a little bit different, like in my eyes. Um, then he saw things, so like I think that's happened a lot, just like based on playing the same main deck. And so it could happen for like the three v three, like depending on what we agree on. Yeah, Let me like one out you guys real quick in the. I think the, the biggest thing though is communication. Like you have to have really solid players that kind of like can play their games with that work well together, right? Uh, so people always say work well together, but like I'm kinda a little bit confused on that. Like so you should be able to say like, yo, I like maybe try this without me like more so with know, my games upset, right? I was hinting at. Like I was hinting at like the fact that like you should be able to say something and your teammate should already know that you're doing it and like um to try to like gain gain advantage, not based off of um like them having to ask you like oh what do you mean but like you doing something you know like uh as if you had like a hand trap like in your hand like oh don't activate that one like you know there's a bunch of things that you can do to like wanna... if, wow, if you got two between yourself that's gonna work well because like everything when you're saying it you got to communicate it you know loud enough so the whole table can hear you know so to having that um like you have like uh like you said i don't know like a cold or word that means that you have a hand trap or a hand trap here or something like that that's like really good i played against a team and it was like oh um do the thing do the thing and i'm like all right so you got nib or whatever but that was cool you're allowed to do that, that. Um, i don't uh, think you're allowed to use code words but yeah i'm talking about like when you like like i'm just like specifically saying like oh like you should do it now as if like like when you have when you're uh, responding to something that you ha- you can like legally respond to and then like they might think you have nib or something but like yeah it's just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm yes. not saying like you're using code words. That's that's you're not allowed to use code words. I know you're not really allowed to speak mixed languages, but you can't you can't speak uh like other languages like to your teammates. Yeah, so, like, I I that. Just, like code words. Can you like you have like a term that you I can say? I don't think you can. Okay, I I haven't played in like those like a YCS level. Yeah. I think it was more like two, but. I- it would go under the same thing as if like your spectator was watching you in a regular match, and then they said something, and then like you know what I'm saying like that's that's just a code word like it means nothing in like uh, like reality to like everyone else, but like maybe between you guys, it's you just told awful. him he had nib yeah. in his hand. I, yeah, I, I think, like, I, I think uh, kind of like talking about this, this is like similar to what you were talking about earlier, but like knowing like like using your teammates to like kind of change your opponent's perception of your hand is like like really useful like that I wanted is to talk about what john was saying though. like because i think that's like cute what you had mentioned about like kind of you mind gaming with your teammates now here's the thing that was why i mentioned communication uh because when you're playing a 3v3 right and um some is just like a regular game. Some games you're gonna be against okay. better players, and you're not always gonna have to communicate with your teammate. But you have to really focus in on your game. Sometimes you're not gonna like, be able like, to play like that. Yeah. May not work. That may work on player A, but it's not gonna work on player B, right? So you may be sitting across from a good player that those mind games are not gonna work. Like they're gonna do, that, they're gonna respect. To they're gonna do their game plan regardless. Yeah. Um, and if you're a player that 
if you come into a 3v3 expecting to help your teammate, like that's not the good idea of winning the actual event. You shouldn't really have I to think, like I think you should um, you should be able to help like, help them in a way to, like that aren't normal. Like your teammate should obviously know what he's doing, but like I do like yeah. I would rather promote you helping your teammate and like making it so like you're playing as one player. Honestly, I feel like that would be the best strategy. As long as you're quick yeah, and not treating it like DB Discord. Like, yeah, people, everyone else people got to work on pace. I feel, people got. I've noticed, like, especially like the tournaments that I played in. Um, I, I played in like the the, the two ICSs and Nats. Like, like the ter- people are playing slower. It's, kind of slower. it's, it's ridiculous. It's actually crazy, especially with the time rules. And it's it's one of the most toxic things in the entire game right now. I, I yeah like I it's the amount of times where my opponent would just like spend way too long doing simple decisions is ridiculous. Like I put I put Scarlet in my deck for Nats. I was like it was disgusting. Like I hated it. I hated having to use that card. But my opponents just like took forever because they're used to whatever like remote duels, dueling book, disc, whatever. Where like they take that time. And I think like like it's kind of something that needs to be addressed in the game right now and something that needs to be worked on because like they have to either extend the time which i they've, i think i've done it's like 45 minutes now which is like helpful but like people like they gotta like make sure do people you think understand that's indicative the of a better format though like if the games take longer do you think that's indicative that like there's more variety the games are taking longer there's more back and forth whereas during scythe format you would get scythe passing and get killed next turn where that didn't take that long you know what I mean? Yeah. So but maybe like, like maybe the game's taking longer is although a negative as far as you know sometimes you'll lose in time, but a positive as far as the experience. I, for, I think no, that's what you're saying though. I think like, it's more some of it like the games are getting a little more balanced, but then there's just like also a lot more like combo trees that haven't been checked yeah. that are allowing you to take these ten minute turns. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah, exactly. It, I was just saying well, maybe the game's not, not taking longer, but each action is. Yeah, it's, more, it's, um, there's more actions in a turn. I think it's it's not the control decks are taking forever. It's the fact that everybody, like especially with all like the right decks, right, with like the how right combos, those like if you know what you're doing, that shouldn't take that long. But the people like you know who anyone who play, uh, I remember yeah, Despia deck. taking forever. And anyone will take forever with it. Yeah, it was. It was like, it was, it was frustrating. It, like it depends on the deck too, like. Like one of my favorite decks, like Salomon Great. Like you're not gonna take that long to combo with Salomon Great. But decks like Tier, like I've seen people just doing a practice hand and it's taking forever just to do a practice hand. Yeah, I, I hate playing this. There's nothing to play. Yeah, you can. I mean, designed this deck to be this way to have these certain lines. They've incorporated cards from the past that work well with the deck, and this is what we we're here now making these plays. So it's like time is a factor, and it's like it's almost like. They, they kind of wanted it to get to this point, you know? Um, so the games yeah, last I mean, longer. Yeah. I, I feel Three like Dogwood got second. Tears, like, is, like, especially, is, like, unbearable to play against. It's so boring. Like, they take, like, 15 minutes. Like, it's better now that Hal can, especially Chaos Ruler, like that. Like That whole engine was just insane. If I ever play you in a match and you're playing Salamence, like, on Duelum Book, bro, I'm going to walk away from the screen. I'm going to, like... Make some yeah, shit. Literally, literally. Like, just tell me that. Yeah, like, I literally asked my Tesla either partner, like, you, what'd you search off kit? Cool. I don't care about the rest. Like, maybe you got a super poly set, maybe you got a miscus. I'll play through that. You know, just let me know what yeah. you searched physically. What, uh, I'm not going to sit here and look at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> while you know, I, I, 
I've been testing with Grinder. He plays this other terabytes or whatever. Like literally, when he plays, I'm like, all right, I'll be back in like ten minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> do, your, do your stuff, bro. <laughs> like I, I've, I, I don't know. I just, I think. I don't like the deck. I don't like how Tiramans works. I think that it's like not great for the game. I think it says a, uh, it's, it's like, a... a lot about the nature of the game, though. Like coming back from like um, not playing for like four years, and then coming back where everyone's playing a combo deck, or like everyone's capable of playing a combo deck. That's not how it always was. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> uh, yeah. enjoyed. I really enjoyed like everything. I don't know. Like, like after the ban list with like Meow getting banned, I, I like. I, I don't like that. I liked when it was like Pranky and Source. Like those were like back and forth decks and less combo, more interaction. Yeah, I love I feel like, <laughs> yeah that, that that deck oh. was really fun. God, yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Everybody hates Like uh, something that Joshua Schmidt alluded to, like in a recent interview, was that like people don't really like that type of mirror match. Um, yeah, the mirror match is toxic. It's, it's awesome. Uh, it's exactly. So yeah. it's, Probably it's, the worst. It's, it's like, why a lot of people. It's why. It's, it's literally. Yeah. Is literally like ten times worse than the Orcus mirror, like yeah, it's 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 so bad. It's like because I found that with mirror matches a lot of the time, like previously, you get rewarded from deck building, you get rewarded from like playing better because your decks are similar and they give me back and forth. Both tier elements, yeah, you don't get rewarded for deck building because like basically all the decks are relatively similar, they do the same thing, and you just get luck sucked. That's all it is. It's RNG deck that just combos off, and it's it's. I, it, it, the format seems like bad, so I'm playing Flanders. It, it kind of oh god, that's why. That's why. There's no way you just say that, John. No way. I'm out. That's why I'm playing Flanders. That's why I really like Sprite. Like I wish they would have hit swap to one and just kept rolling. Yeah, I really, I really like Sprite. I. I I think that like sp- the sprite cards they're insane, but they're insane in a way that like sprite mirrors they're not terrible. Like I I I like oh. I played I played a few regionals like back in the like beginning of the format like before the banlist or whatever. It's so, like early August, and I even like I played a bunch of sprite mirrors and I enjoyed them. Like they weren't bad, but then every time I play against Terra Element, like it's just I hate that deck. And the fact that like they ban they ban Rotom is just frustrating. Yeah. I think go I think I think. But but getting back to like the format, I think it's really important that I I, I think Tiramont's like basically the best deck. I I I'm I'm seeing the conversation here, but like I think Tiramont's just by far the best deck, and I think you have to be understanding of how that deck works and like make sure that your deck is able to beat it effectively, even if it's a mirror match. Like trying to find a way to give that competitive edge I was talking about that I haven't really seen in Tiramont mirrors. If you're able to find that, you're gonna have like a huge success. Let's segue that into the new cards. What do you think? Is Tear still going to be the best deck when we get bisted? Because Magnum kind of fucks on that deck. I think it's up in the air. Yeah, yeah, you you can just look at the OCG. Like we don't even need to answer. Just look at the OCG. They have the best deck cards. It's a little bit different though. They have a certain insect monster there. A little different. And they have the That's what matters. I don't like. I don't. Yeah, but I, like, I those cards come out relatively soon, right? Know. So, like, are we talking about the one month period before those Ashizu cards come out? Like, we're just the best yeah. deck cards that we've I don't think. I, I like, don't think is by the far best the best deck, deck until you get the Ashizu stuff. But yeah, I'm talking mini format, like when we're gonna have Darkwing so, Blast. Uh, I, I, still I don't know, man. Know. It's like 
Yeah. Everyone thought PK was going to be the nuts because it was in the well, OCG because of Scythe. One event. It was for like Florida PPG. Yeah, it was for that PPG. Like, I don't, know. I don't think died. the OCG is that great of a reference. I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. You have to build your deck to beat the mirror, but um, you also have to be prepared for, for the anti-tier decks. See, and that's why I like Sprite because if people say like Sprite wasn't favored into tiers, well, that's cool. I can deck build for tiers because my deck engine by itself would beat everything else. Where tears would like struggle against those random rogue matchups. Um, I like the yeah, new spike think... cards. Huh? I like the new spike cards. The new, uh, the new link is. Oh, you mean our link to tier limit? Uh, yeah, you mean tier limit? Tier limit sprite link? Tier limit support? <laughs> no way you say like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's nice <laughs> in my sprite deck too, baby. We're up with Gale Dagra. Let's go. Oh yeah, that card is insane. I, I think yeah, it, you I, I, I actually can't play Gale Dagra. Looking at that card since like OG Necro's format. <laughs> I'm playing Gale Dogger. Why can't I play that? Yeah, that, the nuts. That, that? That thing's an Earth, bro. No, the, the, the Shadal. Oh, no, no, no. We ain't dumping Shadals, baby. We're dumping Kit Kalos, milling five runic spells, <laughs> dumping Garuda, <laughs> drawing a card. Ain't no way you're going right now. Cards, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right now. Oh, that's the um, surprise. <laughs> they can know about it. It won't help them, bro. I see how you get. Oh, man. You said keep that same energy in Minnesota. I honestly, I know it's bad, but I, I'm, I'm a fan of the runic cards. I think those cards are like... Oh, no, yeah, the cards are dope. They remind me of the true Draco cards. Because <laughs> they have a heritage. The, like, oh, yeah. the kill spell is just ridiculous. <laughs> It kind of reminded me of Striker. Like every card, one for ones, but like your cards replace themselves. Striker, it was like engage would draw yeah. you a card to replace it every turn. Runic, no, every card draws you a card. Yeah, it's like Disciples of Heritage in one card. It's pretty sick. Yeah, you just recycle everything. Go one for one over and over until they have no cards left. Yo, imagine yeah. the Striker cards banish cards from your deck every time they activate them. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. What's the sleeper for the the upcoming YCS? Because I know some people are trying to like prepare for that. Well, there's the there's, Tyria... a, there's a monster with uh, 600 attack points, level one, and a uh, search as another level one, and then you can summon Empen. I think that deck's pretty cool. Oh, God <laughs> help us, um, <laughs> sleeper. <laughs> but I actually think um. Uh, the Naturia deck, if you get in on Bambushu, like, huh. every turn, and they do it consistently, and they end on the Riku cards that tribute, um, you get, like, four tributes plus the Bambushu off the deck's actually kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're leaking the goo, and she's in the Naturia. <laughs> Nobody's read the cards. Crazy. I feel like I'm everyone read them read, now. read them, like, months ago, and then not many <laughs> yeah, people know that they're them. coming out in this, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to see, like, if Spr is it going to be another, like, Niagara? We're going to see just, like, Sprite and Tear just dominating the top cut again? And, like, Utrecht? I think it's going to be, like, Tear's going to take up at least half the form, like, half the top cut. Yeah, um, I think so, and, too. And the rest of the decks are just going to be stuff like, like an Elmich, a Floanderese, an, an Exosister, like, you know something like deck? that. And then, like, a quarter, maybe a quarter or less Sprite. You know what deck right has there. a really good matchup against tier? Uh, is the like the Rika deck? I think that that deck's cool. I like the Rika deck. 
I, I, I think could, it, I could see Brandon coming back too. That's probably a big one to think about for many because they play so well with the Bisted cards. Like they actually play a full Bisted engine, yeah, which makes the tier matchup free as fuck. That's insane. He's like a poly and he's a high spirits target. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the Mystic cards are pretty sick. Like that deck still takes like five percent of the OCG, and they have like two branded fusion, one opening. Like they've banned like half that deck, and it still takes up like a couple top cut slots with a Shizu legal over there. So I and think it could do something scythe. over here for sure. Yeah, I I think that that deck does seem cool. That, that that's a cool sleeper pick. I agree, and it's also getting new support. I think like there's new uh, there's new branded cards coming out. So like that deck, I think is only going to get better over the next few sets like that because it's like like i don't know it's, it's like one of those like like what do you say like there's like a plot to it or whatever right so you know konami's gonna print more cards for it and oh, i yeah. think it'll get better over time it definitely is, seems like a cool sleeper pick brand fusion is ridiculous that card is just insane yeah and if people keep not running ash yeah if people better. show up with no ash to many i promise like three or four brand it'll be top but, but if everybody's playing ash probably not that many it's crazy how the meta shifts within a format where like in the beginning of the format X deck is good and then by the end of it they might not even be relevant because of the tech cards people decide to use. And it happens every single format from one event to the next event. Even Jesse talking about it, how at his um, the deck that he played at the South American event was ahead of its time because it played around Nib when nobody was playing Nib. And then people started to play Nib at the next event. It's something you mentioned in his deck profile that was kind of interesting. I don't think people really talk and about a lot about... And him not releasing a profile was, like, so uh, big for him. Well, I mean, the, the list got leaked anyways. I don't know. It got posted online. Bowden so. was playing it, right? Bowden was playing it, but, like, no. they didn't give in-depth no, like, explanation. He wasn't playing the high spirit. Bowden was playing the high spirits version. Uh, but Jesse's list, I, I don't know who posted it, but there was, like, a picture of it, of his whole entire list. Wait, Jesse played high spirits? No, he didn't. Yeah. Bowden did, though? Yeah, Bowden did it at the oh, okay. at the Oceanics. Yeah, instead of the expanded dangers and stuff. Yeah, because I mean, if people yeah. just do that same combo, next format is going to be so ignorant. Eradicator, Dweller, Blinds. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are going to play Sprite. Like, it might have the most top cut spots just because, like, everyone in my locals plays this still. So. Sprite, no ban list? It's kind of like. I mean, it's yeah. all about just. just like, it's just easy to build. People you find. Yeah. I think people have not prepared for like the like the Ibli version of Sprite because like, uh, like what do you guys think is going to do well at a uh, YCS uh, Utrecht? Because like it's a little bit different than the uh, the other one that's happening. Oh, yeah, we we having like talk about that. Yeah, whatever I mean, Herman I builds. I think, for, <laughs> I think for tiers you got pure, uh, you got Luna Light tier, and then you got like the the Runic tier. What's the paleo deck? The paleo tier? I think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you think like they're gonna play the same type of decks over there? That what they're gonna do on Ecuador, or they're gonna be like more similar? No, they, I mean, no. I'm gonna, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot different. I think the Utrecht they're gonna get a little cheeky with their like tier stuff, but when you say cheeky, like what, what do you mean with that? Like maybe like I, I can see a lot of like people move a lot towards like the pure tier or like the the danger. Yeah, they tier favor control decks over there. So. But uh, you might see some some trap decks, and then you might see some maybe some more danger 
like like tier stuff over there. We might see more like pure tier here. Something I was also thinking about, I was seeing a little bit of like the runic tier, so I don't know. Um, Why well, you get a recap deck? Uh, I think it just depends on how many hand traps people are playing. Yeah. It feels like whenever you're coming into a new format, people try to play no hand traps to avoid being in a situation where they don't know how to use them. So I think always heading into a new format, it's safe to say that like it'll probably be the, like the least amount to play hand traps. And it happens like literally the last like one to two years. At the end of the format, people just realize, oh, saying, we're just going to put in a beer in every day. Yeah. Yeah, first week is triple Dark Ruler, triple Mine, Literally. triple Super yeah. Poly. And then five weeks later, it's Ash, Nib, Yeah, Mortar yeah. literally sneaks in like the last two to three days. Always the Scythe decks. Like people, because like, people, the thing is, and it's happened a few times where like one of the, one of the ways to get Scythe gets hit. And then people go to the other way, like Wonder Magician from uh, because when deep when when like the Verte stuff got banned, people stopped playing Scythe for a minute, and then people were like, oh, Wonder Magician is just Scythe Baron, and then it got popular, and then yeah. Mortar it's comes a, back, and then it's just the progression of the meta too. Like as the format goes, people become progressively more optimal with their combos, and they become more unfair. So you then have to play, you know these hand traps to make sure that you can mitigate, you know, wh how good these optimal combos are, you know? <laughs> and hand traps what, shift what throughout the format. Playing, would anybody play right. Nib right now? If they're going to Utrecht or no? It, I'm not going to let I you know. Hold on, I may, I may have Nib in my hand or not. <laughs> I'd have it in the side deck. I don't think I'd put it in my main deck at your turn. I'm just gonna let the the podcast like, know no. it's a possibility. <laughs> Nib just seems like a card that I want to exist in my deck. Um, but for the, any given for the, event, like whether it's in the main thought. deck or the side deck, I, yeah, I want I want Nib to be somewhere within my deck list. And I don't want it to be at the point where they know I just don't have Nib and that information goes yeah. around like ever. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, do you guys yeah. have anything else you want to say before we uh, start wrapping this up? Forty versus forty, gotta love to see it, city boys. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I love my yeah, city boys. Yeah, I think with that one. I'm gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, looks like we can uh, we can just wrap this up then. Uh, shout out to uh, our sponsor, Dragon Inc. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. Make sure you go check them out. They got the and... best merch and the best playmates. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we got the best players, so stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>